0: bag in each hand. And it gave us a kick to see Boston's gentry get an eyeful of the unshaven community outside the parky fences, the pawn shops and strip bars along our 18th hole bordering Geneva Avenue, the ratty blue-collar cemetery out our front windows, the spirited youth who populated the Roosevelt Park projects off 5 and 13 having their innocent fun with needles and small arms fire. Over the last one hundred years, every inch of this part of Dorchester had gone from debutante to drugstore whore except the Mayflower, which just kept building its walls higher and higher until it couldn't see out anymore, which is just how they liked it. But screw them. I wouldn't have traded one of them for a single chop. I loved Ponky. I guess because my dad was a member of the Mayflower and, until the last three years, I hated my dad the way mailmen hate Dobermans. Anyway, on this particular Thursday, it was the usual cast of cross-outs and out-of-round humans, who probably should have been taken out of play years before. One hundred and twenty yards behind us, Hoover, our fifth, was taking his sweet time hitting his shot, despite playing against nobody for no bet at all. I believe it's your turn, Hoov, Danny yelled, knowing all the while that there was no such thing as turns at a free-for-all, etiquetteless joint like Ponky. But Hoover was back in the fairway, on one knee, holding his latest gadget, the new GPS-enabled Supertech Bushnell Laser Rangefinder 3000, up to his right eye and making sure the yardage was exactly 176 and not 177, even though Hoover could not hit a green from 17 yards, much less 177. There was a reason we called him Hoover. He sucked. "'What are you, Patton?' two-down yelled. "'Hit the fucking ball!' Hoover rose and yelled back, 7% of all shots failed due to lack of precise yardage. Then he stepped up and chunked it about 20 yards. So here we were on the 17th, with me down 3, down 2, and down 1 to 2-down, and needing this hole to have any chance of saving the Claudette cold beer fund. Still, 2-down was line 4. I was line 2 right in front of the green. He was taking a long look at his difficult sand shot, All sand shots at Ponky are difficult on account of there being no sand in Ponky's bunkers. When he announced, I haven't had my throw yet, right? I was hoping he'd forgotten. Yeah, that's right, I grumbled. You get one throw aside. And Two Down got out of the bunker, walked over to my ball, picked it up, and threw it over the 12-foot-high hedge into the Mayflower Country Club. Then he returned to his shot without comment. One really needs to think out all bets with Two Down in advance. As we came to the picturesque 18th hole at Ponky, with its unforgettable view of Manelli's dry cleaners on the left, I was down $200 all day to two-down. I needed something big on the last hole to bail me out. Christ, I moaned, do we have to do this now? Two, I need a get-even. Two looked at me and said, quite firmly, Okay, you know what? No. But you haven't even heard it yet, I said. Unless the get-even as you chew off your left hand before you play this last hole, I don't want any part of it. No, it's better than that. I'm offering you a simple wager. If there is one thing a true chop will not turn down, it's the offer of a simple wager. A true chop will bet on all things at all times. One time, on a rainy day, Two Down and Dom bet ten bucks on who would swing first on Jerry Springer the blimp who was about to find out her daughter was screwing her son, or the two-toothed dad who was finding out his hunting buddy was in love with him. And so I cast out my bait. I'm a little longer than you off the tee, am I right? Does Michael Jackson subscribe to boys' life, he said? Exactly. I'd say I'm about 50 to 75 yards longer than you, on average, with the driver, yes? Yeah, and you're about $200 down to me, too, Mr. Two-Time Massachusetts Junior Amateur Runner-Up so shut the fuck up and hit. Right. Well, here's the bet. I bet you $200 that you can't knock it past my drive from this tee box in two shots. Frankly, I think you'll choke like Mama Cass. This got Two Down's famous ADD eyebrows to itching. $200 was a lot for a guy who was working as the clubhouse assistant at America's only all-women's golf club, the Boston National Ladies' Golf. Come to think of it, $200 was a lot for me, a guy who wrote greeting cards at $25 a pop. Two shots? Two shots, I said. Who goes first? Well, it's your honor. We stand on tradition here at Ponkey, naturally. Naturally, he said. Two shots? Two. You're gonna hit your ball, and I'm gonna hit my ball, and neither of us gets to hit the other guy's ball, right? Right. Cementhead was starting to get annoyed. Damn, you guys, people have circumcised the globe faster than this. We both looked at him. Circumnavigated the globe, I said. You sure, he said. I'm sure. Two down was back in my face. Golf ball. Not any other kind of ball. Not Nads, right? Today. Here at Ponky. Right now. Precisely. And if I can get past your single shot and my two shots, you'll pay me $200, U.S. legal tender, stack zops, Today, back in the clubhouse, right? Right. Bank, he said. This set off much whooping and taunting and side betting among the other three members of the fivesome, as is custom. And then two down stepped his wiry little Polish ass up to the tee and put his usual unfilmable quick slash on his ball, which produced his usual 190-yard-long, two-feet-high, bunny rape and line drive that could go under a 1977 Dotson. I see you've gone to a higher lofted driver, I observed, stepping up for my shot. Blow me, he said. I teed my ball up nice and high and began to waggle my driver. Then I stepped away, pretended to reassess my shot. Then I went around to the other side of the ball and began waggling the club again, only in the complete wrong direction. Ray, holds the other way, Cementhead said. I said nothing. I just drew it back and slapped the dimples off it, about 300 yards back up and over the tee tracks, over the group putting out on 17, over the 14-foot-high hedge separating us from Mayflower and God knows where from there, approximately 490 yards from two-downs ball. I looked at him. He was struck mute. He looked like a man who'd just been stabbed in the foot with an ice pick. Danny was laughing so hard she was bent over the ball washer, crying. Hoover was smiling. Cementhead was befuddled. Damn Ray, how's he gonna catch up to that in only one more shot, he said. Two down turned and stomped off down 18. As we putted out on 18, we got the usual snide comments from the voice. Nobody knew the guy. Nobody knew his name. He was supposed to just announce over the PA who was up next. Crumpacka, eight minutes and the like. But he could never help adding his little chippy remarks. He was pretty funny, the voice, until he noticed you. The group coming down 18, he announced to us then. Bad news. There's a job fair coming to town. You can hide at my house. But the bad news was worse than that, and it was very real. It came the next day. I knew it as soon as I saw Blind Bob's face. You should sit down. How do you know I'm not? Sit. I sat. Frog hair selling. I started to feel a little lightheaded. Selling? Yeah, it sucks huge, doesn't it? He's selling the course and moving to Florida, joining a nudist colony. Selling Ponky? Yes, Dick, selling Ponky. Selling P O N K Y. I was trying to catch my breath. I guess I completely passed over the disturbing idea of frog hair nude and went to the truly paralyzing news. Ponky was my happy place. Five bets riding on every shot cold 95-cent beer any time you wanted, and hilarious guys who didn't want to tell you how their Google stock is doing every fucking day. I was happy at Ponky. To who I managed? He doesn't care. Maybe the Mayflower would want it, pave it over so people have a nice place to park when they hold the U.S. Open next summer. Real nice for us. I was starting to feel a little queasy. Why not to a golf course company? Are you kidding? Golf boom's over, stick. Golf courses are getting bulldozed every day. Besides, I already asked him. He said Ponky is dead as Bob Hope. Ponka Quog is Ponka gone. The next day I was trying to write cards, but I just couldn't concentrate. I sat there three hours and could come up with only one. It was a picture of the pyramids, with the line below it, The pyramids are a wonder that has stood for thousands of years. And then inside would be the line, Thanks for building them. Happy birthday. I was depressed. Luckily, depressed in a house that contains my whirlwind three year old son Charlie has no lifespan. Depressed can last only as long as it takes Charlie to find you. He snuck up behind me and scared the piss out of me with a glass shattering burp. I tried to suppress a laugh while I said, Charlie, what do you say? Thank you, he said, obediently. He was so much like Danny it was freaky. I met Danny at Ponky. She was straight out of Little Rock, the Spitfire.